Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you've ever considered getting on the wrong side of a rich redneck, well, after listening to this story, you're probably going to want to think twice. This is r slash nuclear revenge. Never anger a rich redneck. This is a story about my grandparents' friend. I was a young teen, but given the outcome, this story has stuck with me. I've sat on this story for a while, but it's so satisfying to see a gaggle of Karens taken down a notch that I figured I'd share. For the sake of this story, we will call my grandparents' friend William. Now, my grandparents knew William from way back. My grandmother knew him from school, and my grandfather met him after marrying my grandmother. Anyways... In the 60s, Grandma was a manager at the 7-Eleven. William led a crew that went there every day. It was the only gas station in a 30-minute radius, so everyone knew everyone in that sleepy coastal town kind of way. Now, one day, William was doing a job down on the waterfront and slipped, fell, and broke his back. While he was healing from the operation and was broke as a joke, my grandma would always make sure to send him something to eat that she'd pay for when the crew would come in to grab their usual snacks and gas up, knowing William would simply skip the meal to save the money for his own family. My grandpa also took him to several doctor appointments since William couldn't drive for a while and his tiny little wife couldn't wrangle him into a car by herself. William never forgot that. 20 years later, when he sold off his now very successful business and was a millionaire about 20 times over, he promptly told 90% of the world to go to hell, but kept those that had always been there for him close. Meanwhile, he never moved from the house that he'd had since before he was rich. His only concessions to his wealth were trips with his wife to see the world and buying up quite a few acres of the forested land around him. If you weren't his friend, you'd take him for every other blue-collar worker in the town. There was absolutely nothing obvious to show that he was worth tens of millions of dollars. After his wife died in the 90s, William decided to take up a new hobby. As he lived outside of the city limits, he set up a sawmill and woodworking shop. He got all the proper permits and everything. The saws were in a big old enclosed building in the middle of all that land. So in all honesty, no harm, no foul, right? Well, wrong. The family that owned the forest behind William's land had just sold it to developers. Thus, the new luxury gated neighborhood, the first in the area, was born. Enter a plethora of chads and Karens who were mostly from up north and had moved down south to take advantage of the better weather and the nearby beach. It didn't take long before they decided to take offense to his little business venture on the other side of the 10 foot tall wall of their neighborhood because it didn't fit with the image of our community. You know, the community he was decidedly not a part of. So they sued him, didn't even try to start a dialogue with him, just up and sued him. William was livid. He was your typical coastal redneck and he'd be danged if those dang Yankees told him what to do on his own property that was not within city limits, nor located in an HOA. William countered with professional noise studies that showed that some of the kids in that neighborhood drove vehicles that made more ambient noise than his little operation. But nope, 
the people in the neighborhood simply threw more money at the lawyers to continue on with the lawsuits essentially their plan was to bleed him dry their lawyers who were not locals actually told william's lawyer that he should probably advise his client to close the shop so that he wouldn't end up bankrupt due to the resources being thrown at him from those homeowners due to the relatively modest surroundings of his home the neighbors nor their lawyers had any idea that the man was actually richer than just about all of them put together all they saw was an older dude who drove a beat-up 80s model truck and wore dickies jeans and work shirts that lived in what appeared to be a relatively modest home especially compared to their mcmansions when william's lawyer told him about that conversation william lost his freaking mind I clearly remember his screeching into my parents' driveway in that old work truck, cutting up a storm and ranting and raving before he even got in the house. He came to our house, why? Because my grandmother, bless her heart, was known as one of the most giving people in the world, unless you annoyed her. If you hurt her or someone she cared for, she became one of the most vindictive buttholes that could be found in that town. I'm not kidding when I say that her ability for revenge served cold was legendary amongst the locals. So, William had come to the house for a dose of her deviousness. Us kids weren't allowed inside during that conversation. But after he left that day, I heard the adults talking about how he proceeded to hire quite a few private investigators to see if there would be any dirt to dig up on the neighbors. That is, the dozens of people in that neighborhood that were a part of that lawsuit. Lo and behold, there was apparently copious amounts of dirt to be had. I still remember him positively crowing about it to my grandparents one fine summer day months later. That 60-something-year-old man was as gleeful as the proverbial kid on Christmas morning. Why? Because after he learned what his little private army dug up, he started making some phone calls to various acquaintances in high places. The ensuing fallouts meant that the lawsuit was dropped. There were quite a list of misdeeds that were discovered. But the ones that I heard talked about by the adults that stick out are there were more than a handful of individuals that owed back child support. William very helpfully had the private investigators provide the mother's updated address and employment information so that they could pursue said child supports and garnishments if they wanted to. On top of that, the IRS became very interested in several of those people as well as various other neighbors. And finally, one household ended up in prison because the investigators realized that they were drug dealers. The pictures of the transactions caught by the PIs were helpfully handed over to the sheriff's department. Drugs are bad kids. So then, moral of the story, never anger a rich redneck. Yeah, no doubt in my mind, guys, that these revenge stories where it's seemingly just one person against a whole number of people that think they're just going to absolutely dominate them. But in reality, the opposite happens are my favorites by a mile. I don't know, it's something about the underdog story, right? Everyone in this new neighborhood who's really, you know, wealthy and rich, taking William to be an absolute monk when in reality he's got more money than all of them combined and is clearly a very intelligent person. Uh, it's just great. Putting them all in the mud, wasting all of their money on their own lawyers and stuff for, for no gain, and then actually just setting the IRS on them and the law as well. I mean, look, they found drug dealers, come on. They're now in prison because they were that annoyed by somebody cutting wood miles away from them it really is funny like how that works you would think why would they get involved in that because surely if you're doing something illegal yourself you wouldn't want to accuse someone else of doing something that's not even illegal just annoying it's a bit risky isn't it i guess they just didn't expect it from william sometimes it's the people that you least expect it from that do it the best brilliant 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now moving on to our next story of nuclear revenge. Good luck with the ICE. Now for those of you that are not American like me, the ICE stands for the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. So... This happened about 10 to 15 years ago. It's been a long time. It is the sweetest revenge. My backstory is that I was born in the States, but my family are immigrants. My dad worked his butt off to become a US citizen, working three jobs, riding a bike to work because he couldn't afford a car. He and his dad saved all the money so they could get the rest of the family here. I say this because I understand the struggles immigrants face coming here starting a new life without any support i would never do this to someone actually trying to better their life this pos though didn't deserve to be here the story is about my best friend's boyfriend he lived with her in her family's house renting a room driving her car to work and using her cell phone that her parents paid for she was 19 at the time and i was about 21 i was working at a club with my boyfriend i worked really late and had two kids I asked my best friend one day if she could come over and watch them while they slept Basically just come and hang out at my place My eldest son was about six or seven years old and the little one was less than a year old at the time My best friend asked if she could have people over so she didn't get bored. I said sure. I don't mind I asked that she just not throw any parties. We laughed as she agreed Everything was fine when we got back. I thanked her and she left later that night I saw a cup with a cigarette butt in it So I text my friend and asked her if someone had smoked in the house Now i'm a smoker myself But because my son is really little and the older one had asthma. I never smoked in the house I went outside the reply I received didn't make any sense. It read what kind is it? I said I don't know in my mind. I'm like, well, there were only two other people here How could you not know if one of them smoked inside? She's not a smoker. So I knew it wasn't her I started receiving more questions instead of a yes or no answer. The replies also didn't make much sense. They were in broken English with stupid spelling mistakes. By this point, I knew I wasn't talking to her. Instead, it was her boyfriend. Now, my best friend is white and he's Mexican. He was trying to fool me, so I tell him who she was here with. I never liked him. Not for any specific reason. He just rubbed me the wrong way from the beginning. They've been dating for about a year or two and by this point I knew he was a pos I really dislike him because of how he treated her He was controlling and abusive and I didn't see her as much anymore because I'd gotten into an argument with him at her house earlier that year We'd all wanted to go out to a friend's place. He didn't he said she couldn't go either She wanted to but he said no. I told her we were leaving It was really late, but this butthole made a big deal about it He decided it was a good idea to wake her dad so her dad would force her to stay home now this just angered me because he has no respect he lives in their home and he can't even let her dad sleep besides she was an adult not to mention her dad never cared if she was going anywhere with me her parents knew if she was with me she was safe anyway after that minor blow up i decided not to be around him i wouldn't be able to hide my contempt of him 
This is why she didn't come over to watch my kids with him Now I just didn't really understand why she stayed with him Especially after she told me that he forced himself on her. I put up with him for my friend I knew if I was around he wouldn't dare to mistreat her in front of me back to the text He's pretending to be her and I tell him I know it's him He then said he was going to come over and shoot up my house with my kids still inside I basically laughed at myself. I didn't believe him. I replied with a threat to get him deported I got in touch with a mutual friend of mine and my best friends. She knew more about him She told me he actually had a warrant out for his arrest The cops had gone to pick him up one day, but they didn't find him the family hid him He hid next door. My best friend's neighbor was her grandma. So that worked out I didn't know any of that and I also didn't even know his full legal name But she gave me everything I needed I told her what I was going to do and I told her not to tell our friend I called the cops and gave them his location Everything they needed to know so they wouldn't miss him. They actually picked him up the same night I then called the ICE He was put on ICE hold. He couldn't get bailed out of jail now Once in custody, the only way he was getting out was when he reached Mexico. Now look, I felt bad for my friends and their daughter. I knew she'd probably never see him again, but I believe I did her a favor. I ended up telling her what I did not long after. I didn't want her to find out through someone else and get even more upset with me. It's been so long since then. She never said she was mad about it. I'm sure she was at the beginning, but in the end, I did her a favor. Her life has now completely changed in a good way and her daughter has a better father now Someone who takes care of both of them. Anyway, that idiot lost everything he owned He lost his girl side chick and was arrested and deported He also lost any chance of having any real relationship with his daughter I did hear that he came back, but it took about 10 years Their daughter was less than a year old then and she's about 13 now I believe he's met her once since all this happened He got to see the great life that she has without him in her life Now the best part about this revenge story in my opinion guys is how open and honest op is with all of this She's not trying to cover her up and you know blame it on somebody else or do this all secretly She's very openly saying to everyone I did this. I got this guy deported. I mean look have a look at the comments here So somebody has quoted part of the post He was arrested and deported and I also heard that he came back and then said themselves Aren't you worried that he might know it was you and seek revenge? But op has replied lol. He knows it was me I didn't hide what I did and I wish he would because i'll just get his butt deported again I've moved and when he came back he was in a different state because he's got no immediate family here I'm not afraid of him He got what he deserved. He was a leech. He used her phone to cheat on her, her car to F around in, and lived in her family's house. He was a POS. And there you go, guys. Like, what a badass this woman is. What an absolute legend. I salute you. So good. Like, you've improved two people's lives here that really deserved it. And you've ruined this guy's life because he deserved it. Amazing stuff. Really impressive. Like, let's be real, right? This is a lot of work to go through to get somebody deported like this. And it's also quite risky, really, you know, for your own sake. It's quite dangerous because if you take away everything that somebody has, that, you know, their girlfriend, their wife, their, their daughter, and they've got nothing else to live for, then they've got nothing to lose. There's no reason as to why this guy might not want to really hurt you. I mean, look, you really hurt him, but OP doesn't care. Like, how cool is that? So brave. I love it. And you did the right thing, obviously. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash nuclear revenge. I've got to say, William and OP in the second story, a couple of absolute legends. Don't you think? 
just like doing whatever they want and dominating people that have you know caused injustice it's brilliant it really is if you want to see more stories like this check out this video on screen it's got some other crackers in it if you're new to the channel subscribe and i'll see you guys all later today with a brand new video even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.